Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitches. It's Stu. It is WTF Gym Talk, and I'm excited. Um, I'm today. I'm going to be talking on sales psychology. Uh, I just we last week we had um, I had two walk the walks come on site to Urban Movement. A walk the walk is a um, it's a customized experience. Typically, it's a two day experience where gym owners come down, um, or in this case, we had uh, we had a future gym owner come down as well, and we'd spend two days. I just personalize the uh, the entire two days to whatever it is they need to get their business up and going to perfect their business. We go to other micro gym models. We sit down and we talk. Anyway, it's like a personalized two days of consulting. And for one of my guy, one of my gyms that was down there, Synergy out of uh, Atlanta or Georgia. Um, the Johns Creek area, we were jamming on sales. They brought their GM and their head of marketing up and we sat down and went through the entire sales process You know, for new prospects um, in the PT first model, which they utilize, or for current clients when you're selling, you know, upselling nutritional coaching, additional services, things like that. And a lot of the sales psychology stuff we talked on, I just realized like, you know, out of all the guys that do what I do as far as helping gym owners, I, none of us, I'm including myself in this, I don't think any of us talk about real sales tactics and psychology enough. I really don't. So um, that's what this is going to be about. So if you're interested in that, keep listening. I also want to let everyone know I uh, will be doing my first uh, What the Fuck Gym Talk seminar this summer. We're looking in June and we're looking, it'll be in New Jersey. Uh, official dates, official location, all the fine details are to drop next week. But uh, yeah, if any of you guys are in the uh, you know in the area, or you feel like flying in and spending two days kicking it with me, um, going over sales training, we're going to talk things like how to do proper price raises, uh, staff incentives, um, coming up with compensation plans, all that kind of good shit. Um, none of this high level like how to pursue excellence. No, no shade on anyone, but like if you want to come in for two days, it's literally going to be all tactics. Like shit, you're literally could begin doing the very next fucking Monday. So um, the high level stuff is great. And I love, you know, the the macro uh, pursuing uh, ex- excellence. And I'm not knocking Bergeron's book, guys. I use the term pursuing excellence all the time. I'm just talking that this will be a very tactic centered scenario. Um, I highly recommend if you have anyone in like the sales role for your gym, we will be doing a lot of sales training. Um, I recommend bringing them as well. So more details for that later. Let's get into some sales psychology today. I want you guys to understand this notion, right? This is the this is the number one sentence uh, thesis for this podcast. People that inquire to your gym are purchasing emotionally, not rationally. All right. If I were to move to New York City, I would look for two things. Number one, where am I going to live? And number two, where am I going to work out? And for a lot of you, it's the same way, because where I'm going to eat and sleep is a big deal. But then honestly, the second and maybe maybe more important is where am I going to fitness? Because that's a big part of my life. A lot of the people that are walking in our gyms are not rational about their fitness, right? A lot of them are making decisions about their fitness for the first time or the first time in the while, right? If they were rational about fitness decisions, they wouldn't be 30 pounds overweight and they wouldn't you know, have all the issues that they do currently have. There is a portion of the population, which we get a lot, which are people making uh, rational decisions where I left another CrossFit gym and I want to try you out. Or I moved, like the scenario I gave, I moved and I've now relocated your city and I need to create my fitness routine. 
or I, you know, the evolution, right? I've, I was running and then I did or, uh, Orange Theory for a while and now I wanna check out this CrossFit thing, right? Those are people making rational decisions. What we're gonna get into is even those people are also making emotional ones. But with that being said, I want you to understand that everyone coming in your gym is at the root base cause making an emotional decision more than they're making a rational one, all right? With that being said, a few things you need to make sure from a sales psychology standpoint you understand. There is always a deeper reason than the superficial one they give. Saying I want to lose 20 pounds you have, does not mean you've uncovered their why. Someone says, I want to lose 20 pounds, you need to figure out why 20. First, you need to know where they're at right now, right? Okay, Sally, we just weighed you. You're, and if you're not weighing your prospects, you're fucking up. Um, you, ju- you weigh 200 pounds. You said you want to lose 20. That would put you at 180. Why 180? Well, that's what I weighed when I played lacrosse in college. Awesome. How long ago was college? Well, that was seven years ago. Well, good news, Sally. It's not going to take us seven years to get back there, right? Great. How often were you working out when you were in college? What motivated you when you were playing that sport in college? And she'll say something to the team atmosphere and her coach. And she she had a goal. They wanted to win games. And you can go and draw parallels, right? Um, you know, Sally or John. Let's do John. John comes in and John uh, just he wants to he wants to get into a workout routine. He's never really been in one. Cool, John. Why all of a sudden are you interested in doing a workout routine now? You just told me you've lived in my city for six years. I've been here for ten. I'm sure you've probably heard of us. Have you been doing anything fitness related previously? Well, no. Okay, John, well, why are we, why us? Like, why did you, I mean, there's plenty of fitness options in Charlotte, North Carolina. Why did you pick us? Well, I I was on my, you know, I was scrolling, I saw your ad. Okay, well, I mean, John, I run ads all the time. I mean, why did you respond to my ad this time? I'm sure you passed a lot of other gyms' ads. Well, I don't know, you guys look like you, you know, look like a cool place, and you know, I just looked at your website. I'm like, cool, what did you like about the website? Well, I like that you start with one-on-one first, or I like that you guys have a good class schedule, or I like that you do this. Get into the why, right? And if you dig deep, deep enough, you might find that, okay, well, you know, I was scrolling and I was kind of in a mood because the guy that shares the cubicle next to me, he always talks about working out, he's such a douche, but he just got promoted. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna start working out. Like you might get to that reason if you ask the right questions. You gotta realize that in sales psychology, your role is 80% of the time to be asking questions and then stop talking. Let them do the talking. You were only talking 20% of the time. That is where you are answering questions or at a, a precise time in the consultation, you are talking about the onboarding process and talking about how you know your service uh, operates, how it works, what's going to happen next. But I, I, when you guys really keep in there that the the end result, the win or the loss on the day of selling this individual is finding out the emotional reason why they came in. Now, going back to the people who are making rational, like, well, Stu, I just had a guy, like you said, like he just moved to my town and he wants a gym and it, we just happened to be closest and we were competitively priced and we had the class schedule that meets his needs. Perfect, fine, good, rational. However, However, motherfucker, there is an emotion. So it goes like this. That guy shows up. Stu, what were you doing before? Oh, I was working at this gym called Urban Movement in Charlotte. I loved it. It was my favorite gym. All right, man, cool. I completely understand, right? Like I remember when I le- after I left my first gym, it was really hard to replace that. I do feel like we do an amazing job here, but give me a little bit of info. What is it that you loved about your previous gym at Urban Movement? And I would say things like, oh, I love the, the programming and I love the, the facilities were so nice and the showers were amazing and top of the line everything and it was clean. 
great. What did it, what was the one thing maybe you didn't love about the service? Or what was the one thing that you, if you could have, you would change? He'd say, well, I don't know. You know, the, well, the classes all started at the half hour with honestly my work schedule. They just never worked out well for me. You know, I wish they would have, uh, you know, they didn't ever carry supplements or they didn't do this kind of workout or whatever. They will now be giving you some emotional responses, things they didn't like. And they'll be telling you why they didn't like it. There's nobody who just has literally everything in the world good to say about their previous fitness experience, right? You were running, great. What did you love about running? It was easy for me to start off with. What did you not love about running? I didn't like doing it by myself. It was hard to do when it was cold outside and early in the morning. Cool. You were doing Iron Tribe. What did you love about Iron Tribe? I loved it. It was my first time ever using a barbell and being on a pull-up bar and being in a group training atmosphere. Awesome. What did you not love about Iron Tribe? Uh, they made me pray before class and uh, the coaches were inattentive or whatever, whatever it may be. So even those showing up with rational reasons still have emotional ones. Sales psychology tip for the day, kids. Everyone walking in your door has a reason to be there. They're going to present as logical, rational reasons. Those are superficial. If you really want to sell and you want to sell like my gyms do, you know, selling $700 of PT at the point of sale, $350, $500 of PT at the point of sale, you need to get down to the real emotional reasons. You are not going to sell someone, I mean, again, to sell a $150 membership, you could do that via fucking text. That is not, there's no craft involved in that. So those of you guys who suck selling $150 memberships, you need to come see my ass in New Jersey. But if you're selling PT at the point of sale or high-end six-week challenges or you're just selling things that have a higher price point that you actually have to have some tact in sales, you need to realize that the people that win in sales are the ones that figure out the emotional reason that they have the problem. Guys, that's it. Talk to you soon. Keep a lookout for more information on uh, the seminar coming to New Jersey this June, and I will talk with you later.